Hi, this is Greg Kilstrom. Welcome to the Agile World Podcast, where we discuss customer experience, employee experience, and transformation in an agile age. The Agile World Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed on this show, you can go to my website at theagile.world and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, The Center of Experience, a blueprint for creating an experience-led organization, now available on Amazon and other retailers. My name is Greg Kilstrom, and I'm the host of the Agile World Podcast. I'm excited to introduce the final episode of a special three-part series about data analytics, brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world applications. Today, we're going to discuss practical examples of data-enabling businesses to pivot. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome data analytics and insights leaders Jennifer Kling and Ram Palaniapin of Tech Systems back to the show. First, why don't you tell me a little bit about your background and what you do at Tech Systems? Thanks, Greg. Um, I've been with Tech Systems almost 11 years now in our enterprise applications and data analytics and insights divisions. Uh, Prior to that, I was working as an IT project manager um, for over 17 years. Yeah, this is Ram Palipan. I'm the practice director for our data analytics and insight practice within tech, and I have been with tech for the last 10 years. Uh, Primarily within tech, uh, uh, we are so much customer obsessed, and my primary motto is to helping our customers uh, transform and transition uh, with data, with, with applications. Let's start our discussion of data with some real-world examples. What are some examples of how data analytics is creating new business models in different industries? Data analytics supports businesses to reshape their interactions with customers, market products more effectively, and ultimately drive more revenue. Properly defined analytics embedded into business models will ultimately lead to success and drive their digital transformation. As we're looking at how business models are changing um, using data analytics, I guess there there are three main areas that I noted um, where we see the the biggest changes. Um, First, in telemedicine and the way that we engage with with physicians. This has been a hugely transformational um, in not only being able to um, engage engage with patients, but being able to begin to diagnose or at least triage what um, they may be calling about based on symptoms and other points of input in addition to their health records to provide them with um, comprehensive care. Um, The next being a business-to-business and business-to-consumer engagement. Um, The utilization of data and analytics is changing the way that businesses engage with their suppliers and with their customers. And and then ultimately, um, anything that operates on a supply chain needing uh, goods and services to succeed, um, data analytics has been um, really paramount in enabling them to create a vision for their future and begin to transform how they are engaging with their customers, how they are reducing costs, how they are really trying to generate more revenue and ultimately have a great experience. I think when we look at uh, new business models in different industries, 
uh, either in the context of COVID or even pre-COVID, right? So let's start with some things in the in the pre-COVID era, uh, uh, which which is uh, primarily likely to give us more examples for different industries. Um, so if you look at uh, retail, um, primarily brick and mortar. Uh, uh, was moving towards online and uh, the digital uh, 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 industry is uh, or, or digital sales is one of the key factors where everybody uh, you know, wants to see how they are performing. Uh, primarily because um, you know, digital sales, the cost of a transaction is very less compared to a brick and mortar because you need to have people, you need to have lighting, you need to have uh, air conditioner, ventilation, uh, and you need to maintain stocks at different locations. So obviously people are looking for how, how do I improve upon my uh, digital sales? So, uh, so naturally Amazon being the leader, uh, they were able to do so well in that space. And a lot of other uh, competitors uh, from brick and mortar uh, migrating to uh, online digital were uh, trying to reinvent or trying to create a different business model. Uh, so so an example of that is how Walmart uh, uh, looked into their operations and they started looking at uh, changing their business model based on the data that they have got. Uh, um, either it is from their own uh, online uh, sales and they try to improve upon. Uh, but the biggest, uh, I would say, uh, uh, one of the big, biggest uh, changes in the competition that came from is Target. And they were able to swiftly shift their models. Um, they were able to put curbside pickups and they were able to uh, provide an intermediary solution between a brick and mortar and an online. So you can go and order it online, but still uh, you need not wait for uh, two-day uh, delivery. Rather, you can go to the store uh, in your area and pick it up from from curbside. And what that has helped them is during this COVID situation, since they had that business model well set, they were able to make a lot more sales because curbside pickup was readily available from their delivery side, right? So, so uh, I think some of those examples uh, uh, can can guide you how data analytics and the data that you are getting is helping these organizations. Um, very similar, uh, we have seen uh, uh, pretty much uh, uh, in terms of uh, media and entertainment as well. Uh, 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 the Netflix of the world have paid way for uh, 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 online streaming platforms. And uh, we are now seeing um, uh, Disney's uh, and uh, uh, other uh, huge, uh, uh, even even Amazon Prime. Now everybody is getting into uh, OTT platform. Uh, 
and uh, uh, the, 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 the biggest differentiator out there is uh, customer preferences and uh, uh, suggestions uh, for uh, uh, for for viewing I, I think that that makes a big change and also uh, the, the the selection of uh, uh, labels and selection of uh, the uh, movies uh, and that also is primarily influenced based on what genres people are liking and and profiling the entire customer uh, using their customer data platform. So, so I think uh, this is now uh, you know, well proven that uh, data is driving majority of their businesses to transform and the customer preferences are changing. And in order to lead and in order to be more, um, uh, uh, in, in order to improve your uh, experience with, with your customers, you, you need to have that mindset of driving uh, change through data. Who do you consider best in class at leveraging the enterprise data? Do any companies or industries come to mind? <laughs> Yeah, com- companies that come to mind for me are the ones that um, pretty um, commonly get me to buy more than what I intended. So those are the ones that have great that have great recommendation engines and great product placement. So if I think about like the Amazons or the WalMarts or even the Home Depot, um, there's not a time where I am on their website or you know in a Walmart or the Home Depot where I'm not buying something that I did not intend to buy when I went in there. So, um, and and it's not by accident that I'm making these additional purchases online. They're telling me that other people like me or that bought the products that I have in my cart are also interested in these items. And usually they're right. Um, then it, the product placement in stores, you know, if, if I'm going, um, I went to the Home Depot recently and bought some plants for outside. Well, not not to my surprise, they had the gardening gloves that I might need and more dirt and pots and all sorts of other things um, so that my initial trip for some basil and tomatoes turned into something quite different. Um, and, and then you have you know, a company like Netflix who is consistently making recommendations to me based on what I've watched and what, and, and honestly, quite surprisingly, they're generally right. Now, my husband has somewhat messed up the algorithm lately and it's making some odd recommendations for me because <laughs> he's been watching, he's been watching as well. But um, it's consistently learning what it is that we're watching, what we're searching for. And not only at that point in time, are any of these organizations making recommendations to me, they might email me down the road and have a recommendation for me based on what I've previously searched. Also, you know, I I can't say enough about healthcare and analytics really being excellent at leveraging, um, leveraging their enterprise data. The research and development are crucial aspects of healthcare and providing innovative solutions and treatments um, that can be properly tracked and measured and analyzed is going to be really, really critical um, to you know the health and safety of um, everyone in our country, and really um, is leading the forefront of the healthcare analytics space. Now let's talk about how companies can apply some of these real-world examples to their own applications. 
What are common themes among companies that are successful at leveraging their data and what advice can other organizations borrow from them? So, I mean, companies that are, are the most successful at leveraging their data are the ones where there's a it's a data-driven culture from the top of the organization down, where data is used across lines of business and business silos. And together, people really are able to amplify the impact that they have in working with the data because it's adding clarity and helping them accelerate decision-making. So the, those, the, the best really are the ones that are um, engaging with data and incorporating it across all levels of the organization to help drive decision-making and identify new revenue streams and ultimately improve experience. Um, so uh, beyond that, it, the ones that the organizations that have gathered and retained enough of their own historical information uh, to be able to plug in with, whether it be social social data or any of the other unstructured data to help them make better decisions. Um, I always come back to kind of uh, the Home Depot type of example, but it, it's a great example during um, during winter months. If there's a if there's a major snowstorm coming, um, they may choose to shift supplies of certain products to other stores that are in the line of that, and they can generally predict um, what the customer needs are going to be based on historical winter storms or um, in, in the areas that they hit and those areas and their ability to previously weather uh, storms. The, I'm sorry, one, one other thing I did want to add here is, you know, the partnerships and transparency across supply chains. So not just from, um, from a company, from a grocery store to their ultimate supplier, but to the supplier um, suppliers downstream and having having that visibility and partnership and transparency is really that the one of the main things that's really helped um, with the organizations that are able to leverage their data and make predictive and prescriptive um, decisions. So one thing is um, uh, for a long time um, when people talk about data um, uh, uh, it, everybody thinks it's it's just the only the numbers are data, right? Um, either it is uh, finance data or it is uh, primarily your sales orders, uh, sales transactions. Um, but data is not only about numbers. Uh, data is anything which is relating to your organization. It is social data. It is. Um, uh, all your Facebook comments or all your uh, Twitter um, uh, feedback um, or uh, whatever the um, you know, data that is available in, in social media, right? Uh, everything is data. And, and even um, if you have things around IoT um, enabled uh, uh, products, uh, the data that is generated by your devices is also a data. So um, companies are realizing that and they are going and trying to get the data outside their organization, their data outside their organization. So, so 
from how you are looking up like your ERP and CRM data, now you are going and getting the data which is outside your company, but it is your data. Either it is the usage data or it is uh, primarily the customer's feedback data or whether it is uh, primarily uh, in, term, in terms of syndicated data that what is happening in the marketplace. So all of that data customers are collecting and now they are able to get full perspective of their company in that community. So, so that is helping them to identify uh, you know, what the customer preferences are, uh, 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 what are the different models, and how is the competition performing, and how am I performing against the competition? So that is helping them to reinvent themselves and innovate. One other example, which is still uh, in early stages of evolution, uh, the, the company which I admire a lot, it's a startup company, uh, which have now grown into a billion dollar organization, is StitchFix. Um, they are into an uh, 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 online um, um, uh, fashion uh, provider. Uh, so, so primarily you can go to uh, Stitch Fix and you can go and do a subscription, right? So, so it is a fashion subscription. And once you say that, hey, I am this tall and this is my weight and this is my complexion and these are the things I like, they come up with recommendations for your fashion and accessories. Um, and then they have a pretty packaged model where you can say that, hey, I want to get this package of uh, uh, $100 per month package, right? So so they will send uh, uh, dress and, and accessories for 100 bucks a month on a regular basis. So, so you have outsourced your fashion to an external uh, entity. And that is driven by AI and machine learning. So, so there are some AI algorithms which they have put. It is pretty powerful. It is very early in the stage. And I'm pretty sure that is going to catch pretty big in the marketplace. Finally, we should discuss the changing times that we live in. COVID-19 has forced most businesses to modify existing strategies and create brand new ones. Let's talk about data's role in all of this. Are there companies or industries you've seen excel at using data to pivot in response to COVID-19? Okay. Businesses across the world are really struggling to respond to COVID-19 and transform how they are able to engage with their customers and really pivot in response to COVID-19. Uh, there are a few main things that we've seen um, leaders certainly t making very fast, rapid decisions around controlling costs and maintaining liquidity within their business. But another is really staying engaged with their customers um, and being able to provide an experience that the customer is going to remember through through this pandemic coming out on the other side. Um, a couple of main areas, um, communication providers, um, and, and call center operations have seen um, tremendous increase in wait times. So one of the things that we've seen quite a bit is organizations employing the use of chat bots to help 
either reduce call volume or at least redirect people to the right area within an organization. Um, Tech Systems has provided healthcare-related and COVID-19-related chatbot solutions to some organizations, but the same type of solution can be provided to any organization that has um, traditional call center type of activities. So that that's one thing where many organizations previously would have survived and continued to have call centers, uh, people answering the phones and trying to triage questions, where now it's very much chatbot engaged, um, utilizing machine learning and AI and the continuous learning to improve the chatbot and analytics against around really what the customers or what the people are calling in about so that the overall experience can be improved. Another major change and pivot we've seen is organizations' abilities to use web and video conferencing, where it previously would have been face-to-face, in-person meetings, some of them even requiring air or car travel for this. As organizations have been faced with stay-at-home orders, they've had to invent new ways for them to engage with their customers, to continue to build on the relationship and really connect with them in a way where they can uncover uh, what it is that their customers need, um, how we can support them through this time, and then ultimately um, continue to build on that partnership so that when we come out of the pandemic, that, um, that those relationships are intact and that we're able to continue to work together. So the, the huge pivot in how we engage with individuals, uh, especially during a lockdown situation, I mean, things have been very different. Healthcare. Um, healthcare is, um, um, is in the front of all of this COVID. Um, um, they are the backbone of uh, our country, um, uh, primarily uh, because uh, this COVID had created, this pandemic have created so much of havoc um, uh, in the community. Um, so, um, so we have been working with uh, multiple healthcare organizations, and here I want to uh, mention um, uh, one such organization is Centara Health, and uh, we have been working with them. Um, primarily, it, it all started when uh, there was a business problem that they posted saying that um, um, we are experiencing huge uh, amount of incoming calls um, uh, um, uh, hitting our desk uh, call center asking for diagnosis for COVID. And this I'm talking about third week of March. And uh, they came back and said that, it, um, it is taking a big uh, toll on our uh, call center, and we are getting thousands of calls, and many of them are just panic. Uh, even though it is panic, um, you need to respond because these are all people who have concerns on their health, and uh, you need to respond back. You cannot just say that, go and refer to the CDC website uh, and, and done with it. So, so in order to respond back, that is number one. And number two is um, whoever needs attention, they 
don't get the attention primarily because that the call volumes are so huge and these patients need to uh, be in the queue in order to get to the desk. So, so, so we work with their uh, uh, senior management and then um, uh, it was a great idea to roll out uh, uh, an automated chatbot. Uh, primarily which can do that initial questioning of why somebody is calling and have they been at the risk of exposure as per the CDC norms. And if they have uh, exposed to COVID uh, or the risk of exposure to COVID, then what are the next steps that we need to take? So we have primarily automated that entire flow and deployed it in a flat 72 hours. Just uh, uh, the, when, when they said they want to go ahead and how we have deployed it on their website because COVID does not wait for you to build a new application and deploy for three months, right? So, so, so we just deployed it in flat three days. And immediately after deployment, the number of calls that were hitting their uh, help desk reduced tremendously. And they were able to improve the uh, the attention to the right folks, primarily because whenever the user uh, uh, reaches their website, they go through the list of questions and they get addressed by those list of questions uh, through the chatbot. And it will give a decision, final decision, what they need to do next. So, so I... That had tremendously helped. And this solution we have deployed for multiple healthcare providers. Um, uh, certainly, uh, uh, we are very proud of our tech systems uh, being um, part of some of these uh, success stories. Jennifer and Ram, thanks for joining the show. Uh, for those listening, what's the best way to keep up with what you and tech systems are doing in the data analytics space? We can certainly follow us on Twitter or go to techsystems.com and read more information on version next now about our tools and accelerators and how we've helped other customers solve their most critical business problems using our data analytics and insights practice. Um, please visit our website. Um, and we have a lot of uh, blogs, um, case studies, uh, similar stories, success stories that you have heard. Uh, everything is well documented. Also, you can reach out uh, to the local office uh, in your area. And uh, we have uh, great um, uh, sales uh, folks as well as uh, solution folks who are available uh, who can help out. And uh, um, certainly we can answer any of your questions uh, regarding data analytics. At the same time, we can help you to transform your business, leveraging the data that you are already collecting for your organization. Again, I'd like to thank data and analytics leaders Jennifer Kling and Ram Palaniathan from Tech Systems for joining the show. Learn more about Tech Systems and their perspective on data at techsystems.com slash version next now. I'm Greg Kilstrom. Thanks for listening to The Agile World. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to the Agile World Podcast, brought to you by Tech Systems. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. You can learn more and get a copy of my latest book, The Center of Experience, from my website at theagile.world or on Amazon or other retailers. 
Until next week, stay agile.